0: hey guys what's up you're listening to don't be negative podcast a wedding and photography podcast i'm your host ashlyn i'm a wedding and portrait photographer and i'm here to tell you everything i know including the nitty-gritty Welcome back. We are alive and we are thriving, and I've got some good stuff to talk about today. I'm going to let you in on a little secret, and that is if you've bought a camera already and you're just ready to dive straight into starting a business, stop. Just stop. Relax. There's a few things that you might want to consider, and we're going to talk about that today. So, let's say you just bought your first camera. I mean, What'd you buy? Did you buy a Sony? Did you buy a Nikon? Well, if it's your first camera, I probably doubt that you've bought a Sony. But whatever camera it is that you've bought, you probably know nothing about it. And if you do, kudos to you. Because if you do know what is going on with your camera and the one that you bought, then you probably aren't listening to this podcast. So let's just start off by saying I want you to relax just relax. There's a few things you should do after you get your camera and do not read the manual. It is just going to overwhelm you and it's going to have all this terminology that you don't understand yet. You will understand it eventually if you pursue a photography career. So, I want you to unbox that camera. I want you to play with the buttons. I want you to turn on, turn it on. I want you to look through the viewfinder kind of play around with it. Take some pictures of the inside of your house, go outside, take a picture of a flower and do all of this on auto mode, like get comfortable with auto mode. So I don't want you to worry. There are a few things that will put your mind at ease though. And one of them is getting educated. Um, There's so many different educators out there. And I'm not claiming to be one of them. I'm just telling you what I know. So if you're wanting to educate yourself on how to properly work your camera, I would hop on YouTube and I would Google things like exposure triangles, what is shutter speed, things like that. And I would dive headfirst into watching YouTube videos. You can learn almost everything you need to know on YouTube for free. I'm going to put a link in the description of this episode of some of my favorite ever all-time educators and people I've learned from and kind of helped me like really ramp up my business. People like Caitlin James, Vanessa Joy, and you can even Google it, but you need to be careful with Googling for photography education because there's a lot of people out there who just want to make a dime off of you. You want to make sure that the educator that you're going to work under or learn from is going to be educating you on the area of expertise that you're wanting to pursue as if like if you want to be a wedding photographer you're getting wedding photography education if you're just wanting to learn all about your camera you're getting that education so there's so many different platforms that you can look at the other thing you need to do is decide you need to decide if this is something you want to pursue as a career if you just want to make a little bit of side money it is 100 percent okay doing it as a hobby I will guarantee you that if you pursue it as a career, you will quickly turn into a business owner over than a photographer. So let's get back to the basics. You just picked up your camera. It's all shiny and new. First thing is just go ahead and put your camera in. Auto mode and just get outside and kind of play around with it. Take pictures of random things. I mean, I was embarrassed when I first got my camera and I didn't want to take it anywhere because I knew I didn't know what I was doing. If you're not embarrassed, take it with you to like family gatherings and take pictures of people and see if photographing people is something you want to do. Next thing you want to consider... (laughs) Actually, you don't want to consider it. You want to go go ahead and automatically do it. Is go buy yourself some SD cards, and you can get them at Best Buy. You can get them at Office Depot, Staples, whatever. (laughs) Staples even still open. Yeah, I've seen Staples around. Somebody verify for that for me. I recommend getting anywhere from like a sixty-four gigabyte up to one twenty-eight. I personally use one twenty-eights because they hold tons of photos for wedding days. But if you're just like as a hobby right now playing around with your camera you know even a 16 gigabyte would work so anywhere from 16 gigabyte to a 128 gigabyte in addition to that go ahead and hop on amazon and go get an sd card holder because you are gonna lose those damn sd cards like you lose hair ties like you lose bobby pins they will disappear and and i mean magically like they Magically disappear. So, I have tons of them. I have spent so much money on SD cards, it is ridiculous. Um, Once you start getting up into like the 128 gigabytes, they start getting more expensive. Obviously, because they're, you know, they're a larger memory drive. Also, trust me, just go ahead and buy a lot of SD cards. Buy at least five to start with, because once you do start booking clients and actually accepting monetary value from them, in return for your services, or you're not gonna wanna be the photographer that shows up and doesn't have an SD card or doesn't have, um, or has to like format another one. One thing I missed touching was getting a camera bag. That kinda is, you know, common sense, self-explanatory. Sometimes when you buy cameras, they come with camera bags, but if they don't, when you buy one, go ahead and buy a camera bag. Great cameras usually start out around Five to six hundred dollars. That's a lot of money to invest in a camera just for you to drop it because you didn't have a bag to put it in to where if it did drop, it was protected. So let's recap. You just bought a camera, you have no idea what you're doing. You're like, What the fuck is this? What are these buttons? You are first off going to buy SD cards, you are going to buy a camera bag for protection. You are going to educate yourself and you're going to Google and you're going to YouTube. You're going to look up what the exposure triangle is just to familiarize yourself kind of with what photography entails. And you are going to take your camera outside with your friends, with your family, and you're just going to play around um, and leave it in auto mode. Do not put your camera in manual mode because... If you've never picked up a camera before, you probably don't know what you're doing. Actually, I can 100% guarantee you don't know what you're doing, um, and I've been there. So let's say now that you have your camera and you've made the decision that you do want photography to be a job or you want to start doing it part-time or you want it to potentially be your career, and you're kind of stuck on what you should do to kind of get people in front of your camera and start practicing, there's one of two ways you can go about doing it. I did it one way and I've seen other people do it different ways. One way is you can actually work with other photographers. I'm going to be honest, not every other photographer is going to want to do this for you. People are fucking mean, okay? People are so absorbed in themselves that they don't want to train anybody because they think they could potentially be competition. (laughs) That's just the cold hard truth. So you're going to have instances where you reach out to other photographers and you either want to work with them or you want to learn what they know and you want them to teach you or even ask for them to you know just kind of help you and they're just like no bro I ain't helping you I ain't got time for you I could have a whole episode on people like that however for this episode I'm gonna tell you let it rub off your back do not take it to heart there's just there's just photographers out there like that as sad as it is to say but you will find photographers who do want to help you who don't want to get gatekeep who do want to um transfer their skills onto you who either need the help or are just very kind people they want you to succeed as much as they have succeeded those are going to be your best friends <laughs> those people are going to be the people you look up to they are going to be the ones you are grateful for they are going to be the ones that you are thankful for they're going to help get you started they really are reach out to photographers that you may know in your area. Be like, hey, you know, are you offering any kind of internship? You know, could I pay you for a mentorship? And sometimes you might have to put a little bit of money. Investing into yourself is something you're going to have to do being a business owner. And that's something that you just need to go ahead and like accept in your mind right now if this is a, a career that you want to pursue. A lot of money. Any business owner will tell you that you have to invest in yourself to return a profit. And it's 1000% true. Reach out to people. Uh, reach out to photographers in your area. Just ask them like, hey, you know, can you help me out? Some will, some won't. They'll help you get practice. The ones that do want to help you will help you get practice. And you will learn so much from them. Another way you can do it which I don't recommend because it's a little lonely and kind of (laughs) depressing. Just ask your family and friends to pose for you. Practice makes perfect in anything that you do. I really believe that a lot of photographers are truly hands-on learners. I mean, we're very creative. We have to be shown something visually because we're very visual. We see things a different way. And if you get out there and you just start photographing anything and everything and all, all kinds of people... Honestly, get on Pinterest and save poses for your, fans, or for your friends and family to do for you. All this is practice that you can do on your own that will only help you get farther. And what you can do once you start doing those sessions with family and friends is you can look back at your photos and you can actually see from like your very first photo shoot to your most recent one, how everything looks different. Like, oh, I should have done this differently. Oh, the lighting isn't great here. And still, you're doing all of this in auto mode. You shouldn't be in manual mode unless you know how to use it. And I can't tell you how many times I get so many messages from people in my community that want to learn from me or just want to, like, need help with something. And one, I'm always willing to lend a ear to help somebody. But I want to be honest and be completely transparent in saying that I know it's scary to ask for help. A lot of people have problem asking for help. But just put yourself out there. You'll find people who want to. And... either invest in you or want to train you, want to help you, you'll find those people. And later on, those will be the people that you actually partner with or you work with a wedding, uh, you work at a wedding with. And you'll find that most of your friends later in life are people in your industry because they understand you better than anybody. So recap on a few things. You just bought your camera. You're going to buy some SD cards, you're going to buy a camera bag, you're going to educate yourself, you're also going to put yourself out there and contact a local photographer or you're going to get your friends and family out and you're going to practice on them and you're going to take your camera outside and you're going to play around with it and you're also not going to put your camera in manual manual mode unless you know how to use it. So that's going to wrap up this episode. I wanted that to be our first episode touching on what you should do after you buy a camera whether you want to be a photographer or you don't want to be a photographer because that's a great starting point, right? And it's also probably the most messages I get in my inbox from my community of people not knowing how to use their cameras and work their cameras. If you're somebody who just bought a camera and you really don't have anybody to talk to about it, please hop on my Instagram at c and Co. Please message me. I am here to lend out help. I am here to give you all the education on everything I know And I want to help you become who you want to be. And if that's a photographer, that's amazing. Or if you want to get in my inbox and bitch about someone who did not lend you a hand, that's fine too. Because sometimes we all just need like a safe place to vent about things that just are not going the way that you expected them to go. And sometimes those one time experiences could make a drastic impact on a decision and they don't need to. Sometimes you just need positive reassurance from someone else in the industry to confirm that this is something you want to do. On next week's episode, we're going to talk about photography myths. Maybe what you've heard, what you haven't heard, and we're going to decode. So get out there with your camera, rock it, cheer yourself on, and I will see you guys next week.